Hey everybody, welcome back to 9-4 Radio. I'm Sarah, I'm your host, and I'm the founder of 9-4 Coaching. I help committed people who are tired of feeling fragile build and rebuild emotional and physical durability using movement practice, breath work, and getting outdoors. Today I want to talk about the outdoors, lessons from the outdoors. Um, Maybe a series may just be one long stream of consciousness, so uh, we'll see. We'll see what uh, we'll see what happens. But I spent some time recently in the great outdoors in nature, and uh, I wanted to talk about it because I I think like in the upper Midwest, um, it's really easy to not go outside when it's so cold. Um, and it's really important. And I, I learned the value of that. Um, I felt, uh, recently I felt like I was, I wasn't really walking the walk and, um, and I like 2022 new year, um, easy, easy spot to, to want to make, uh, changes. Um, I really feel and really felt like um, going on this trip, going into the woods for a little bit was what I needed. And it was in uh, in more than one way. So it was very refreshing. It was very, uh, it was like, it filled my cup, but it also like put me on my ass. Um, and I needed both of those. So I want to talk about it. Um, me and a crew of friends went up to, um, the North shore of Lake Superior to Tedaguchi, Tedaguchi State Park, uh, up north of Duluth, uh, in the great state of Minnesota. And I'd never been up there. Um, the crew that I was with was fairly... Like, everybody knew what was up. Everybody was very self-sustaining. Everybody, like... Everybody was, like, outdoor enthusiasts, but, like, not... Overboard outdoor enthusiasts, if that makes any sense. Um, I definitely was on the lower end of the spectrum, uh, all things considered. Um, as far as, like, experience in the woods goes. And, uh, that was... That was very, I knew that going in and I had some of my ideas and I was pleasantly surprised to see that some of them like good new perspectives were good and some of them were just like unfounded. So, um, I had no real reservations going into, um, a winter cabin camping excursion, um, with the crew that I was with. We were all very like we can figure it out. We're all smart and resourceful and know enough about nature to like be okay. Um, it's January and we have been in kind of a pretty, pretty decent polar vortex for a few weeks. Uh, that got ramped up on the day we left. I want to say, uh, air temperature was negative 20. Um, so that was, so that's the thing. That's, uh, that's a lot different than 20 above and 20 below are granted they're 40 degrees different, but it's an entire, like, 
the experience is entirely different too. So, um, we had some cold. We also had, and we like we knew we had some knowns, but we didn't necessarily like know. You know, there's a, and that was that was one of the lessons, is you can like read something and you can see something on paper and you can kind of go back into your like into your experiences and your wayback machine and you can remember what that reality looks like and feels like. Uh, and then you can be there boots on the ground and, and have that reality just like be there. And, uh, it is, it is vastly different. It can be vastly different. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's bad. Um, it was humbling in some ways. So winter, we knew it, we knew it was winter. Uh, we had a 1.7 mile hike into the really beautiful cabins that, uh, cabin that we had rented. And there was like, we knew we had running water sort of not in the cabin, but like real close. Uh, we knew there were, um, like shower facilities and all that. And we didn't really need any of that. Cause you know, you're gone for three days in the winter. You barely like take your base layers off much less shower, you know? Um, so we, we, we had these knowns, we had these like expectations and knowns, um, which, which were great. Uh, and then you get boots on the ground, um, on the trail to get to your cabin and, uh, and it, and it was a walk, right? So it was a hike in. So just to recap all the the ramblings that I've had in the last couple minutes, the knowns were January, northern Minnesota, winter. Um, We knew we had to carry our stuff in, right? So we had to pack our stuff. Uh, We also did have a sled because we were packing a little bougie. We were were packing fancy. Um, We knew it was a 1.7 mile hike in. And we knew that we were taking the steeper of the two routes. So we were taking the shorter and steeper route as opposed to the 3.4 mile gentle, what I can only assume is more gentler, more gentle than, than the route we chose to take. And we knew we were going to a cabin, didn't have running water, did have electricity, did have a wood burning stove, um, and did have like water and all that good stuff. So we knew all that. And we pu- we planned for it. Uh I had I luckily I was smart enough to keep all the things that the military let me keep. So I have some nice Polar Tech waffle layers, I got some nice ninja suit layers. I've got um some nice base layers uh thanks to just years and years of of, of having them. Uh, I actually got to put them to use in the woods. Um, like I, I, I felt very comfortable packing all like all my stuff. Everyone I talked to, like all, everybody on the trip, we were, we were solid, you know, like that was good. Um, day that we decided to, okay, we got to put everything together. Um, noticed that everything is just a little bit heavier, right? So like I can lay out, I, I, I I did, I laid everything out 
and it did not look egregious. It did not look crazy. It didn't look like ounces equals pounds and pounds equal pain on your back. Uh, I felt like I was doing good enough. You know, 1.7 mile hike. Oh, I get it. Like, it's probably going to be fine. Um, put that pack on, though. That felt different. I, I didn't uh, I didn't put a scale on the bag. I don't know how heavy it was. Um, it felt like a lot. I'm not packing no 80-pound pack or anything like that. It was probably 50 to 60, yeah, like 30 to 50 pounds, probably, like at at most, uh, at most. So, so that's a reality. Um, and, you know, you throw 30 pounds in your pack. It's not unbearable. It's not, like, debilitating. I am in good enough shape. Like, and that's the other thing. Like, I am decently fit. Like I'm not in like the height of my CrossFit days fit, but I'm, I haven't just been like sitting on the couch eating Cheetos. Um, so that was a heavy pack. And in the reality of, um, what we were, what we were walking into, like it was a little bit more real. It was a little bit more real. Um, it felt a little, a little bit more real than it did on, uh, when I, when I laid everything out and like put it, like grabbed it to like put it, put in my truck. Right. So that was one reality. Um, second reality is 1.7 miles. Um, is a lot. It's a long ways. Uh, it's a long ways after a most of the day drive. Um, we didn't like speed up there. The goal was at one time to get there during daylight hours. Uh, extenuating circumstances just did not allow for that. And so we rolled in just a little bit after sunset. Um, it was around five-ish degrees above zero. And it was dark. And we have headlamps. That was zero issue. That was no problem. Um, that I actually like felt good about the, the next thing is like, uh, we got this sled that was untested, right? Uh, it turned out to be a gem. We needed it. Um, luckily, fortunately, uh, I brought some paracord, uh, and that thing. And then we used all kinds of paracord for all kinds of stuff. And, uh, the first thing was to fashion, uh, a better, um, I guess pole for that sled. Um, cause there just, there wasn't handles. There wasn't, it was, there was a tiny rope, but like for what we needed it for, I had 25 feet of like pretty thick, um, paracord and that was perfect. And so, um, I will be giving my, my shout outs and my appreciation, uh, later in this post or later in this, this episode, but that, that was like a win. That was a huge win. Um, and then we just get out on the road, right? And a hundred meters looks vastly different when it's dark and it's an unknown, like it was a known distance. It wasn't metered, right? So like no one knew, you didn't know how far you were on the trail. You know, it's 1.7 miles. And unless there are places and posts telling you where 
you are, you don't know where you are. Um, and hills and inclines, those are real. And we don't have any of those here in Fargo. And I have not been training for hills. But when you get out there, uh, Mother Nature doesn't care. It just is. It is just, you want to get to that cabin? You got to go up this hill. You got to go down this hill. And we knew that and we agreed on it. And then, uh, and then we got there. And within 12 minutes, uh, I found myself having really invasive, like, thoughts. Um, I had too many clothes on. Like, I, I had too many layers. Um, I was starting to sweat. Uh, and then I started getting my head about sweating and it being cold and God knows how long I want to be out here and we should stop. And like, I'm out of breath and my legs are burning and I, I recovered enough. So like we tried to share the load, you know, we, as best we could, uh, we had a sled and then that sled was heavy. So then we started like we had a cooler. So we took the cooler off and then we ended up start. We started like pulling the cooler. Uh, in very short order, uh, I, I found myself in like a panic and uh, negative self-talk spiral. I, I could like I would probably walk for 90 seconds and then stop. And then like feel bad about stopping and then like not fully recover and then just go into that cycle. And it's like, I'm going to be doing this for the rest of my life. Um, or I screw it. We'll just die. We'll die out here. This is fine. Um, I was, I, I, for some reason set a clock, like I have my watch and I was like, well, let's just time it. And I don't know why I did that. Cause I kept looking at it and it just didn't like, we weren't making any progress and time continued to go. Right. And, um, that was eye opening. That was, uh, I didn't feel good about any of that. I didn't feel good at all about, uh, my performance on the walk. Ultimately we got there. Um, but I was just not like, I was really down on myself because I, what I felt on that walk in, I felt the exact same way um, when I was taking part in a go ruck, uh, go ruck tough event uh, a couple years ago where I went in not brashly confident, but like I felt solid and then I just got my ass handed to me by nature and carrying heavy things for an unknown distance uh, with stuff on my back. And um, I, it was really disappointing to me and like the reality of the reality of my desire to quit or tell myself this was like set the weight down, not even like quit, like walk off the walk off the the trail, but like the my performance when it came to stopping, like and feel like stopping, feeling sorry for myself. This is too long. I'm not strong enough. Um it was uh, um unsettling. 
I didn't feel good about that at all. And had I not gone on that, had we not gone on that trip, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known that was still there. Um, we did end up making the entire walk. We, we made it to the cabin. Um, but I was part of a, part of a two person team that was, um, we had, we had one team of two that was carrying the sled or pushing the sled, pulling the sled. And then we had one team of two that I was a part of that we had cooler duty and we had a smaller rope and we're just trying to figure out how to best pull this cooler, uh, up this snowy hill. And I just like, I kept stopping and my girlfriend who like, she was just like, understood the cavalry is not coming. We just need to keep moving. And I was incredibly impressed that it was just like this matter of fact, like we just need to keep moving. And I tried to like game it at one time. I think I had, uh, at one time I had set up intervals, like, okay, we need to we'll work for five minutes, take a minute and a half off. That's what's going to get us there. Right. And she's just like, we got to just keep moving. And, uh, finally I, my, you know, the, the loud voices in my head were loud enough and persistent enough where I convinced her to like, look, we just need to make it to the cabin, drop our packs. I will come back and get this cooler by myself. Um, and she agreed to it. Like she wasn't going to let me come out and get the cooler by myself, but she's like, okay, if this is like, if we need to go drop gear refigure our lives, come back smarter and reapproach, then that's what we're going to do. So we did that. Uh, we must've got, I don't know, 150 yards round a corner. We see the other, like our other crew, the, the other team of two that was with us. And sure enough, uh, we, they saw a sign and basically it said that, Hey, you, you guys made it to the top of like, you're not going to gain any more elevation. Like you've made it to the top. It's all downhill from there. And also you still have about a mile to walk. So all of the feelings that you were feeling in this last 45 minutes, you've made it less than halfway to your destination and you quit 150 meters before you, before, like before it was literally all downhill. Like we quit. I, was persistent enough and, and, uh, like I quit 150 meters before like the end, you know, and not like the end, the end. Cause look, that other mile was like a lot. Um, and that was another really big lesson. Um, that I, I haven't like fully, I haven't fully processed through. So I'm, I'm obviously like just talking, talking through the experience. Um, and so we get like, we get to the cabin and we 
like download everything and, and, and we get there and, um, we have to make fire and it was difficult. Uh, I'm very glad that I, once again, like I will give all my accolades and shout outs, uh, at the end of this, this episode. Um, but we had to make fire and it was not easy. And once again, uh, my girlfriend came through and made fire. Um, it was a team effort. Uh, I'm very glad I brought that. Like I had the tools. She had the persistence. Um, and we had, like, we were good. We had fire for, you know, for the rest of our weekend. But, um, had fun. It was a super amazing time. Uh, the walk was well worth it. Um, the walk in was well worth it. Um, the, like, the only other experience, I guess, to note, um, there's two of them. So the the next day, so we came in on Friday, left on Sunday. Um, coming in on Friday, just laid that gong show out uh, and all my negative self-talk. Um, Saturday, we actually went exploring a little bit, um, got the snowshoes out, and went exploring. And we actually were able to hike a little bit. Uh, we, you know, we our trails matched up with with that it's all downhill from here area, right? Just the, the, the way that the trails went. Um, we ended up like coming back down in snowshoes on that trail and in the light of day, which makes a huge difference. And having been on it before, you know, um, it was like, it at least changed my mind a little bit about, or changed my experience a little bit about, uh, about the night before. Cause I was like, I hit muscle failure. I was dreading that walkout on Sunday. On like Friday night, I was like just physically exhausted and I slept really great. And that was, I mean, that's one thing that you get from nature too, but, um, I was just exhausted and I knew less than 48 hours later, I would have to do it again. So walking, like walking the path again, Saturday, obviously not loaded down, uh, obviously walking like reverse or walking downhill. Um, it really kind of at least opened my mind to like, okay, this walk is not going to be easy, but it's not going to be impossible. And we're going to like approach it smarter and do good things. Um, the, the Sunday, the day that we, we walked out, obviously the sleds a ton lighter. Uh, we ate up all the food and, and, or, you know, we, all the consumables had been consumed and, um, the sled was marginally lighter. I was so disappointed at how heavy it still was. Um, it wasn't soul crushingly heavy, but it was, there was still some weight to it. And, um, we, started, you know, started the walk out and we, we knew that it was going to be a longer, less drastic uphill, but it, it, you're walking uphill for a mile, basically. And I think there's like, 
varying reports. I've seen 600 feet. I've seen 300 feet uh, of incline over that mile. Um, I, I don't know for sure. It sure felt like a lot to me. Um, and so that like the first half hour, uh, we had one person pull the sled. We were in snowshoes and with walking sticks that helped tremendously. Like that was just being smart and using our tools. Um, and then my girlfriend got on, she had unfortunately like tore up the backs of her heels with those snowshoes the day before and her boots. So, um, did a tremendous job with like bandage up feet, the best we could do. And, um, and then I, I was going to help, you know, and I, I set my clock again and I was like, all right, well, we're just gonna, we're just gonna pull this sled. Right. So I had it all, we were going and it was, um, it was such a different experience. Uh, it was still difficult, but I really like, there was nothing in my head that said I needed to go faster. Like I'm going to go as fast as I can. That's sustainable. And it was dramatically slower than, um, than our walk in Uh, like it in my mind, like I am walking slow. I'm walking super slow. I'm slowing down. Like I started to kind of overheat a little bit. And before I got to like that panic or whatever, I just, I slowed down. I was like, don't like, don't take big steps, you know, like use the walking sticks. And, and I did that and got to the top of the hill and it was a lot, a lot more fun to, uh, to carry the the sled, not carry the sled, but pull the sled on the downhills because they were a lot steeper and it was fun and it was, that was great. Um, I looked at my clock or I looked at my watch and we were only 10 minutes faster. So the dumpster fire of Friday night's walk-in was like an hour 20, hour 30. And the walk out was an hour and 11 minutes. And my experience was literally night and day. And I was super proud of how I came out of the woods. Um, And also, like, relieved. Uh, You know, I was also relieved, um, but it, I didn't really integrate all of the lessons until... Um, I, I guess I don't know if I fully in, integrated them totally at all, honestly. Um, and I, I will probably end up, um, deep, deeper diving into the lessons from, uh, from this experience. But the, the main takeaway just from this overall, um, this overall trip is make a plan get out into nature, let it happen, right? Do your best to plan, but let, like, let it happen. And then reapproach smarter. Like, if you, you know, it, like, the next time you have to do that task, be smarter with it. Like, learn the lessons. And it's okay to, to feel, uh, however you felt, 
or however you felt in the moment, um, while you were on that trail. Um, that, that was my, those are my, my big bucket takeaways, you know, do the best you can planning, know that that's going to go south, let yourself feel those feelings and then reapproach smarter. Um, another couple just like nuggets of, um, the value of getting outdoors, getting out into nature, getting outside at all. Uh, it makes you get out of your comfort zone. And we talk about it all the time, right? Like, oh, the growth happens at the edge of your comfort zone. And that's 100% true. Nothing makes you do that, like moving your body and getting outdoors. You can't, like, sit on a couch with a journal and... And like put yourself there mentally. You have to move your body. You have to have those experiences. You have to get outside, feel how you know, feel the distance, feel the incline, feel like feel the resistance on your body. And that will hack into your like that is the quickest and shortest route into your psyche and like um, where the most change is available, honestly, uh, the, the biggest lessons, like the biggest lessons that stick with you are these experiential lessons. You can't like read a book. You can't like write something down. Like you have to feel it and then do the best you possibly can, like capturing it for other people, but you got to feel it for yourself. Um, and then also, and, and there's something about getting outside that reveals, reveals parts of your character that you didn't know were there or, or, or aren't usually, aren't usually present. And that's good and bad. I would, I cannot tell you how proud I was to like, see my girlfriend take charge, you know? And like, no one is coming to save us. We just, we need to do this. Right. And it wasn't like in an angry way or whatever, but she was just like, there's no other option. Like just understand in the most calm tone, like, Hey, look, we just need to keep moving. We have to keep moving. We have to keep moving. Right. Um, and I know that exists. Like, I know that that is true. I know that's true for her. And it gives me more capacity to like lean, like lean on, like lean on the strength that I didn't know was there. Right. Um, and also like face my face, you know, like face the fact that there is some quit left in me and to not like be mad at that that exists, but okay, like, quit exists. What happened? Like, I had to feel it, and I had to, like, know it was there, and then integrate that fully. Like, okay, we're here. Like, we're here. Quit exists. I don't like that. I, I, I don't, I don't want that to be part of, part of me. 
and then like reapproach how okay how do we not how do we get that out but how do we like show compassion for quit exists and then how do we set ourselves up to give ourselves enough grace and compassion and like how do we how do we work like how do we take that weakness and not like be mad or shameful but like how do we make that strong it's weak there okay what do we need to do to make it strong and that just for me it looks like getting outdoors more often and really just like getting the reps in you know just really flexing that outdoor nature you know nature muscle um and yeah uh that's that's as deep as I will dive uh this was a really big nice overview of getting of the value of getting out into nature. Um, there's a lot of lessons that you can't get anywhere else. And we don't have to get them. Like we there's nothing that says you have to go outside except there's this like call. And when that call, you know, like when you hear the call, you gotta answer it and know that you can. So uh huge Shout out to uh, Nature of the North. Um, John and Alicia have that like their existence and um, experience, and some of their knot tying classes and fire building classes and layering classes. Um, I was one hundred percent set up for success. There wasn't uh, there wasn't anything that I packed that I didn't use. To include my first aid kit, my hatchet, a knife, lighter, two different sizes of paracord, um, a bunch of different kind, like a bunch of different variations of base layers and insulation layers and stuff like that. So, um, huge shout out to to this them for existing, and um, and if you heard the story and you like are excited but are are nervous that's okay give me a call like this is where you send me a dm uh instagram at nine four coaching um you can send a dm to nature of the north john is john and alicia are nature enthusiasts to the highest extent and they will hook you up into the right uh hook you up with the right people so if you want to explore more of this for yourself obviously hit me up i would love to talk and if if we talk, I might send you to Nature of the North. Hey, do a couple of their workshops. They're doing good things over there. Um, or if that's something where us working together is is the path to get you to where you want to go, then I'm down. I'm 100% down for that. So once again, uh, Instagram at 94coaching, all spelled out. Um, get outside, people. Get outside in uh, more deeper dives into these lessons are going to be coming. So we'll catch you next time. Thanks.